1: And welcome back to Beyond the Void
0: Horror Podcast.
1: That's right. (laughs) It's so serious.
0: Serious. (laughs) That's
1: that's right, guys. We're back with a brand new episode. It's number 266. And this week, we're going to be doing our two-week special of folklore called Folk Off. All right?
0: So funny. Folk Off, buddy.
1: (laughs) Uh, We we were going to use What the Folk, but... That's already been used, so we had to get a little more creative. (laughs) So what does that mean? Well, basically, we're going to be doing a couple, like, four movies in total, two today, two this week, and then two next week that we're going to let you pick which movies we're going to watch and uh, those are movies that are within the folk horror category, which is a subgenre that pretty much came around in the 60s, late 60s, 70s. And there was usage of it back in the 1930s, I guess, or something like that. But it didn't really become like a thing until the 60s. We learned about
0: yeah, like 70s, right? late 60s, early 70s.
1: For those of you who may already know what the fuck we're talking about, Shudder has just released a bunch of movies on there that are from several. Severin. Severin put together this huge box set called like a folk horror thing that you can buy on there. And it has a ton of different horror movies that are folk infused horror movies that are olden times, like modern people going back to olden times and then things going back. Very badly for them.
0: <laughs> yeah, folk. It's folk shit. Yeah, it's yeah.
1: A, well. That's kind of a just a dumber way to say it, but like essentially, like like they even talk about H.P. Lovecraft in the in the documentary, but it, you know, like British folklore or folk horror. Is like you know where they kind of where they go back to like the Stonehenge and there's these like old practices of paganism and you know different types of religions and things like that that have you know kind of stayed around and they're like the forgotten gods almost and then you know people go stirring up these problems again ancient or
0: should be yeah or like spirits. the
1: land is still infected with this sort of um, ancient you know, religion or, you know, gods or whatever that we've forgotten about. And it's really kind of just like a analogy of us feeling the guilt over the way that we've either destroyed something or forgotten Colonize. something, colonized things. Uh, in America, we have full core, which would be kind of like the Native Americans and how there's like this supreme guilt uh, you know, like we, as we've learned, you know, even in the full core documentary, they were talking about how Native Americans were thought of as demons. You know that they didn't
0: that they were put here for to test Christians, right? Because like cause because the justify. Christian faith
1: went over there thinking nobody was there, and this was the promised land. Mm-hmm. And so when they saw people there, they were like awkward. Uh, <laughs> these could be demons, I think. Yes, they're demons, my brethren. <laughs> my <brother. laughs> My brotherhood, which is exactly
0: how Joseph Smith said it.
1: Right. They even talk about Joseph Smith. There's other movies in Australia. There's movies in like all over the world that just kind of deal with like ancient things. Uh, Movies like that are a little bit more modern that you might recognize that might be like The Witch, which kind of doesn't really show you all the supernatural stuff, but really just kind of the intentions of how people get worked up with witchcraft. Or, you know, not trusting religions or or women, women in general. Yeah, that's a big one, too. Like, um, you know, a lot of pagan beliefs and things like that and witch burning and, you know, stuff like that. So if that helps you get a better understanding of what we're going to be discussing with these two movies, two movies, by the way, one is called Allison's Birthday from 1981. And the other one is
0: it's called Eyes of Fire. From 1983.
1: Yep, and it's also known as "Crying Blue Sky" or "Cry Blue Sky," which apparently is the unedited version, which is there's like 32 there's or an 30. There's version. Yeah, there's like a 32 or 33 minute extended version of it. Oh my god, that's floating around out there, and I don't know if that's the one we saw. No, I'm pretty so, sure. No. Yeah, but it's the same movie. It just has extra stuff. And of the people who have seen it, they've said that they really. Oh, enjoyed it. It kind of makes it better. Mm So, but yeah, those are the two films. You can find them both on Shudder or you can buy them from Severin if you'd like to pick them up. We'll include links to all of that down below. But if you are following along for the next two weeks and you do have a Shudder subscription, we'd like to involve you guys on what we watch next week. So if you have Shudder and you go to it, there's different sections in the featured category and they have categories and one of them is folk horror. And you'll see there's a ton of new movies that they put out because it's their, their folk horror month. And they're basically, there's just a ton of stuff in there, like Edge of the Knife, uh, which I would be curious to see and heard is really repulsive. Uh, there is other movies in there that are into that folk category that have been there for a while. But we're going to let you guys pick the two movies that we're going to do. We're going to put up some polls, like a straw poll or something like that, and then just let everybody vote on it. And just see where it ends up. Which
0: one will win.
1: Right. Preferably something that we haven't seen. If we've already seen it, then no, I don't want to watch that again. Unless we haven't reviewed it or something like that. But there's some really weird ones on there. There's like one where this lady becomes cursed and she becomes a wolf. Called Weisharskas or something like that. I couldn't remember who it is. <laughs> Ill Demonia. Um, there's a bunch on there, really, but you can check them out for yourself just to get an idea. And we'll take, you know, if you guys want to write us and let us know what your favorite picks are, you know, just we'll just add them to the, the poll that we make. So. Um, but yeah, we're going to kind of whittle it down. So if you want to give us some ideas in the comment section, please do as soon as possible, because we're going to try to put that list together and pick it on by Wednesday, this Wednesday. So if you have ideas, we're going to do the poll. If you haven't given us suggestions, then we're just going to come up with the best that we can and then let you guys pick. So be on the lookout for that on our social media. I may even send out an additional uh, like email for our BTV VIP club thing so that you guys know uh, where the poll will be and maybe I can send it out on Wednesday to everybody so that they can kind of fill it out. If you're not signed up for BTV VIP Club, then you should because we do giveaways and that's how we do them is through that. We pick a winner. We give out movies or gift cards or things like that in the future. So just a heads up. But yeah, this is something I have never done. This is something that Christina has never really done. We've seen plenty of movies like The Witch. Midsommar is another perfect example of sort of this ancient thing that's happening.
0: Rawhead Rex. Rawhead
1: Rex is one of them. Even Cabin in the Woods, technically is a modern day comedy horror of
0: folk horror folk horror because
1: the the preface is basically the old gods that they're basically feeding Mm -hmm. so it's like there's so many movies that have this sort of element to them but we wanted to kind of get used to them and see what it was like a little bit some of the earlier ones and just kind of get a vibe for it and see what it is all about because we don't normally like these types of films necessarily even though we have a better understanding of it and can call out other movies that are trying to do it, right. it's just nice to kind of do stuff that we haven't seen. So Good
0: idea. Yes. It was a good idea.
1: Hopefully you guys are joining us on this adventure with us so you can see how wild and fucking crazy some of these movies are. Some of them, eh. You know, one of the two of these movies that we watched this week was eh, is okay, <laughs> <laughs> but one of them we really liked, and we won't say which one of that is, mm-hmm. but you'll figure it out as we go. How how are you doing, Christina? How's this week going for you? Oh
0: yeah, not good, not good.
1: Yeah, what do you want to tell them? What it happened? Was,
0: our water heater broke, so it was like, <laughs> oh, it was it started leaking. It was this whole ordeal, fucking just root.
1: Ugh. It made oh. me in a bad mood too because yeah. I had like work to do. I was gonna make another video, and like we had to like mop up all this fucking water 57 gallons worth of water out of our fucking garage which was a lot of fun let me tell you christina did a lot of it with her mom
0: but it's okay we got it
1: fixed so yeah a lot of money later thanks thanks And Uh,
0: we had to go a night without water
1: yeah anyway it was fun so we're we're kind of like this is kind of like a nice day for us to because we got to fix today so now we're like "Uh," ah and then we'll worry about the bills later best
0: shower ever yeah let me tell you you
1: couldn't shower this morning so you should piss
0: yeah (laughs) gross
1: (laughs) anyway so i think it might be that time
0: what time is it horse Horse shots!
1: shots So we decided to pick the movie Eyes of Fire. Ooh, fire. So that came out in 1983, and it is really just a weird movie to come out in that time. And I'll explain more when we get into the movie. But there is a a quote in the movie where the girls, there's one of the girls is like, she's crazier than a rat in a brandy keg. And so I thought it would be fun to kind of make something that would be, you know, they're talking about one of the characters in the movie, Leah who is kind of like an idiot like savant. A, yeah. and She's
0: a fairy witch.
1: Yeah, but they think she's stupid, but she's really not. She's just really smart and powerful, and she's just really kind-hearted. Mm-hmm. The kids know it, but, you know. So in, in the movie, we decided to add brandy for this shot. Obviously. Uh, what kind of uh, brandy do we put in there? E&J brandy that you're going to pour a half a shot of on each of the, you know, shots that you're going to do. And, and then
0: 99 bananas.
1: Yeah, half a shot you know, of ninety-nine bananas. She's crazy. Yeah, because she's, she's bananas. bananas. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't have bananas in the movie, but uh, there's a couple of guys that got a few strong bananas. Oh
0: my god! In
1: the movies, <laughs> so maybe that's all right. Okay. All
0: right. <laughs> okay, I'm taking this shot. My whole thirty is over. I didn't make it.
1: You didn't make it. <laughs> I didn't make it. All right. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers to being non, uh, not disciplined. Not on a diet. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah disciplined. Oh, that's weird. Ah! Oh, that's really weird. Oh, that's nasty. I do not recommend. Oh, wait. Oh, there it goes. There's a little punch. Yeah, the
1: kick, the, the aftertaste is actually better, but yeah, it's actually, just really weird. strong. It's because 99 bananas is really strong.
0: Mm-hmm. Hmm.
1: Oh, it kind of feels like, I feel like I just swallowed some, like, mint. Doesn't it feel like mint?
0: Yeah, it's minty.
1: Like, my chest feels like I swallowed minty. Mm-hmm. I guess it's not that bad. It's just weird. Got some it's brandy like... and some fucking 99 bananas. <laughs> are... Poor <Pretty> Irish. Are... <laughs> well, they're an Irish type in the film. <laughs> it's a, It's a mind bender. Let's take a shot of brandy. <laughs> Anyway, um, that's my best Irish impersonation, okay? (laughs) So that shot is called A Queen of the Forest. Ooh, spooky. Yeah, because Leah is the queen of the forest. Mm -hmm. So if you would like to try A Queen of the Forest, all you have to do is go to longlidthevoid.com and check out our hashtag horror shots section now. That's it for horror shots. Okay, so now we're going to jump into our focal (laughs) with... (laughs) Allison's Birthday from 1981
0: and Eyes of Fire, 1983.
1: And we're going to go ahead and do that right now. <laughs> we're going to kick it off. With Allison's birthday, Christina, you did the work on this one. You want to go ahead?
0: Sure. A young woman is subject to a reign of terror, so her soul can be transferred to the body of an old crone. (laughs) Okay.
1: Do you know what a crone is? Old crone. An old woman.
0: Right. Is that like an Australian slang or something?
1: No, I've heard crone before. It's just not popularly used anymore.
0: (laughs) Uh, Tagline is Satan's only gift is death. (laughs) <laughs> which makes no sense for this That's movie. That's kind of
1: funny though. Like
0: no sense to this I movie. I would think
1: that his he would also be giving out like, you know, like
0: orgies and orgies, drugs, like and... all the
1: good stuff yeah. really. <laughs> Like buffets. Murder. Drugs. (laughs) I mean, everything I love. Abortions. (laughs) (laughs) Baby blood.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right, that was a good laugh. (laughs) Uh, Sorry. (laughs) Now that all the Christians are gone. (laughs) All right, this was written and directed. By Ian Coughlin.
1: <laughs> I laughing I'm laughing from still, before. Not, like, no, 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 I no. like, Did I
0: say that wrong? Why no, you, you said it right. Uh, okay. Coughlin
1: is, is fine. Okay. Ian Ian Coughlin.
0: Ian, is that what I said? I don't know. Okay, anyway. So obviously he's Australian, a writer and director from Australia. Uh, he's known for the Spiral Bureau. Bureau. From 1974, The Restless Years and The Ocean Girl from 1994.
1: <laughs> Is The Restless Years the father of Fred Savage? <laughs> Is that the like <laughs> oh my the God. show that spawned The Wonder Years? Because like
0: <laughs> The Restless. <laughs> oh.
1: <laughs> anyway.
0: All right, and then bad we jokes. Have... These horrible jokes. And then we have the cast. Um, Joanne Samuel plays Allison. She was in Mad Max, the one from 1979.
1: Makes sense. as an Australian film.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, Smoke Between Trees from 2019 and The Wigglers movie from 1997. The Wiggles. Oh, The Wiggles.
1: Jesus Wiggles. Christ, The Wigglers? I had
0: a shot. Okay, <laughs> I, I had a shot.
1: It's already hit you.
0: <laughs> I had a wine cooler, okay? <laughs> Shut up. Uh, Lou Brown plays fuck me up. Lou Brown plays Peter the boyfriend. He was in The Boy in the Bush. Fa- <laughs> I don't know. It Was a porno, right? I don't know. I hope not cuz there's a boy in the movie. Um he was in Facade from 2011 and Midnight Spares from 1983. Mm-hmm. We have Buddy Brooke who plays Aunt Jenny. She was in Number 96 from 74 and The Round the Twist. 1989. And then we finally have John Bluthel, who plays Uncle Dean. He was in The Fifth Element. Huh. He was in the beginning part of The Fifth Element, where he played the, the scientist. I don't oh, know if you remember. Okay. Yeah, that was him. Uh, he was also in Dark City, and he was also in Beware of Greeks Bearing Guns from 2000.
1: Okay. Good Dark fun. City, huh? Yeah. He was probably one of the people he... that got switched around, their lives got switched around. Mm-hmm. I think he might have been the guy at the table when they were rich and they would go to poor
0: oh okay do you
1: remember that i
0: think so yeah Dark
1: city's a really underrated movie yeah it's actually really cool it's it's, it's... <laughs> unfortunately the uh flat earthers like fucking bible uh but <laughs> sorry flat earthers i love you but uh you're crazy as shit
0: you know what i was at goodwill the other day sorry and like somebody obviously they let go of all their their flat earth textbooks and shit and i almost bought them oh
1: they finally got out of the oh wow
0: <laughs> they were at goodwill i was I was like, oh, I was like, damn! I was like, there was a lot. There was like ten of them, like different ones. I yeah, I don't like, know if I want those. Somebody let it go. I was like, oh, that's. You good. should just burn them. <laughs> <laughs>
1: anyway, I'm sorry. Anyway,
0: okay, so I couldn't find a budget on this movies from Australia. I don't know if that means anything. But- Actually,
1: I, I can tell you, it's oh. a three hundred thousand uh, Australian dollars, which is approximately two hundred and fifteen thousand uh, USD.
0: Oh, that's not that
1: bad. Actually, not that much either.
0: Right. Right. And what did you think of this movie that you wanted to watch so badly?
1: Well, I I didn't say I wanted to watch it that badly. (laughs) Jesus. I just saw it pop up and I just had a whim. I wanted to go on a whim. Sometimes that's what I do. It's to me is like going to the video store back in the day, which a lot of you kids will not never understand what this is like Right, seeing the cover and going, you know what? That's the movie I'm watching tonight and I'm going to dedicate my whole fucking attention to it because I wanted that movie and I have high dominoes. hopes for it. Yeah. So that's what I did. That's what I picked this movie. It was in the folk category. So folk off. All right. <laughs> oh my God. But yeah, this is a mildly entertaining movie about a girl who feels very familiar to Rosemary's Baby in a lot of ways. There's a lot of the same beats that Rosemary's Baby takes in the plot. Mm -hmm. So it's except for this plot isn't for her child's soul, but her own, which, you know, is very similar. It's I wouldn't say it's like a bad film overall, just not an exactly super exciting one. I did follow along fairly easy, but uh, it just kind of felt eh, like I wasn't really into it that much. And there wasn't a whole lot that really happened besides, you know, just the awkwardness of the aunt and uncle's house. Because this girl, she's has this event happen when she was younger with a Ouija board and it causes, you know, some sort of prophetized situation and it warns her about something and then she goes back home for her 19th birthday to celebrate it with her aunt and her uncle only her aunt and her uncle start revealing things that she never realized before and that's sort of the fun sort of cat and mouse play you know is kind of wondering you know what the the aunt and uncle are up to kind of thing Mm -hmm. which is interesting but it just was kind of boring to me to be honest but it does a fairly decent job of keeping you guessing. So I guess that's not too bad, you know. The end is pretty surprising and sudden, too, even if it is kind of stupid how it happens. But it also is surprising nonetheless. So, I mean, you can't, can't give it too many bad marks for it. It's just so quick and kind of dumb how it happens. It escalates to this point, mm-hmm. and that's how it happens. But it is still surprised, like I said. So I enjoyed that aspect of it. Because at least it was like, okay, thanks, at least for that. Uh, it's one of those movies that you think to yourself, like, why don't you just leave? You know, like, just leave. But then they kind of spin this whole sort of, you yeah. know, th- thing where it preys on your politeness and your manners to try to keep you so you don't fe- you feel bad for treating somebody a certain way. And the aunt and uncle sort of prey on that a little bit. And then they use different tactics that are questionable (laughs) as far as how they keep them in, including death grips like Vulcan death grips (laughs) and uh, hypnotizing people, which is, you know, you know, some of the strongest science that we have out there. Uh, (laughs) You know, they use some pretty shaky methods on that, but I don't know. It's. It's interesting to watch how this kind of unfolds. It's not a bad watch. If it were on like TV or something like that, or like streaming on one of those like free things like on Pluto or Vizio TV or something like that, I might just sit around to find out what the end was like. Mm -hmm. Um, But I wouldn't necessarily buy or watch this again. I would probably say that it's nice to watch something different that isn't my style or speed, but, you know, I'd give it like a four, maybe 4.5 out of 10. Mm-hmm. Wasn't terrible. It just felt like a TV movie mm-hmm. that had no teeth. Right. Like I wanted to see more blood, guts and weird shit. And I was kind of hoping for like a so bad it's good kind of flair because I saw the trailer and was like, oh, this might be kind of fun. Oh,
0: we didn't talk. About, so d- you didn't. Yeah, you didn't get that at all then. No. Okay. See, yeah, yeah. I didn't either. It's it's
1: it's very straight laced, very mm-hmm. kind of um, I don't know, just family oriented. It's mm-hmm. it's a family oriented TV movie. Like it feels like it was played in Australia as a TV movie. Yeah, you that know. Makes sense. Yeah. What did you think though?
0: I did like. Uh, I see how you said Rosemary's Baby, and I see that now because. I mean, Rosemary Baby's okay. Like, I didn't like it because it's really slow. This is like really slow in the beginning. It starts to pop off like towards the end, like the last, like the last twenty minutes. Mm. It starts to be really good, and, and but then it just kind of ends, which kind of sucks. That yeah. you had to go through all of this to get this, you know, little nugget, and then it was like, "Jeez, fuck Christ, really, Jesus." Uh, I wanted more of the cult. I wanted to see more of this cult. Like, why? Like
1: I wish it was darker, like, more yeah, scary. Yeah. yeah, It's not I, very scary at all. No.
0: No. I don't know if they're trying to be too modern with it, or I don't know what the fuck. I did like the family aspect of it, and there's a little, you know, there's a little tail in there. It's kind of cool. There's a cool kind of twist in there. Well, I would, it's kind of obvious, but... I still I'm, like that shit.
1: I'm sure it's pretty cool for, like, Australia, who, you know, doesn't make a lot of horror, you know, a lot right, of films. Right, from the early 80s, yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? They make films. I'm not saying they don't, but I'm just saying, like, this is probably an achievement in Australia as far as that. But just as, as a movie overall, it's just not for me. I
0: did like the ending. I liked what they did with it. it yeah, was it was it,
1: surprising. It really yeah, was. Yeah, it
0: really was surprising. It was great. Um, it's I like, then, oh,
1: damn, they went there. Like, what yeah, the fuck? Yeah, I was
0: like, oh. Okay.
1: I can I can get down with that. Kind of like The Mist.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, not as severe, but... Yeah.
1: Well, if you have kids, you don't want to watch The Mist ending, but, you know. If, right. you, if you don't, I mean, it's great.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I gave it a four out of ten, too. Look at us.
1: Nice. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. So, I yeah, did enjoy it. So that, I yeah, it. it's not a bad movie. It's just it's just not one that I would like go to the shelf and go, Oh my god, guys, you gotta see this. You know. It's just one that uh you know, it's one of the full core movies that they have in the shutter <laughs> thing. And it's it's not a bad watch, but honestly, there are better choices in there, I think, uh, than this. If you wanna watch it, again, you can watch it on Shudder, or you can pick it up from Severin. They do have the box set that you can get it in there too. They have a ton of movies. I think it's like twenty movies. Or something like that from all over the world. Full core, you know? And I'm I'm kind of curious. Like, I wish I could go down and I wish I could get the box set and then just see. I know. Which ones I like the most out of that box right. set, you know? I wouldn't say and that right I would up. like all of them. Right. But, yeah. you know, because it's just, I don't like period piece stuff. Allison's Birthday is more it's- of a modern tale in the 80s being told about some old rituals from the past. Right. Right. But, you know, a lot of them tend to go back in the past, dealing with even further than the past. Uh, this Like one, the doesn't next it. movie. Right. But yeah. Yeah. But yeah, if you want to check it out, we're going to get into our spoilers. And there really isn't much trivia for these movies. So um, we're pretty much just going to spoil, like talk about some of the movie and why we like or dislike or what were some silly situations in the movie. But if you don't want anything spoiled, I would highly recommend you check it out and then come back. If that doesn't bother you, here is your warning. Christina, what comes to mind? What were you thinking when this first popped up? When we first started watching it? I know you weren't in the oh, greatest of moods I, when we first started.
0: Well, we didn't watch this together.
1: Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We actually watched this separately. So, which, what did you think when you we popped it up? You're like, oh, God, was, here's Alex I doing his shit. I was just like, God, here's
0: another fucking old ass 80s movie that no one's ever heard of. This could you know. <laughs> I,
1: I was a, I was a, found it appealing because it was Australian. Right. I was like, oh, cool. So, like, because when we watched the, the, uh, documentary that's included on shutter as well by the way guys mm-hmm. um it didn't mention australia they just a british but it's three hours long we only got to watch like yeah two we hours only did of it.
0: yeah watched about half of it yeah uh but no yeah it you know i didn't know what to expect i thought it was going to be more of a period piece and not like you know in the year it was made sure um it started off where they were uh they had like a homemade ouija board
1: yeah, you know, with, with Scrabble, tiles. with
0: Scrabble pieces yeah. with, as the letters. I thought that was really cool. You don't see that.
1: Well, they had yes and no tiles too. That's not well, a Scrabble. They, piece. they wrote it on the Scrabble uh... pieces. On the, like the,
0: the yes and no, they wrote it, and then they had an upside down glass cup that was moving on its own. Yeah, and they were like asking it questions and shit. And then all of a sudden, like this girl gets possessed and starts nineteen, like the nineteen nineteen. They're coming for you. They're coming for you. Get away from them. Allison! Allison! <laughs> Get out! Get out where you can! Allison! <laughs> and then the girl just died.
1: Yeah. The possessed girl oh, just no, she got killed by a bookshelf, which is kind of like eh, oh yeah, like iffy. fell on her.
0: But I wasn't even sure. I was like writing it down. I was like, "Is she dead? Did she die? I yeah. don't understand." I think and she so- was just
1: in shock and staring at the ceiling with yeah, blood coming out of her mouth. That's
0: what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think they would go there, but they did because that later on, like she's talking with her boy. Alice is talking with her boyfriend when she's oh, eighteen. Yeah. And then she was saying, like, you know, about her birthday and how that happened when she was 16 or 17 or whatever. And then she was like, she died. Well, she died. Like, it's no big deal. Like, I don't have any PTSD over my friend dying after being <laughs> You would think, yeah. It after kinda, saying a message.
1: They made it seem like, because it goes fast forwards in the future three years later, and she's just having a regular day and and being, like, in school and college. And working, Was she yeah. in college? Or? Yeah. College, yeah.
0: she was working at a record store.
1: That's right. Yeah, yeah. She was nine she was almost nineteen. She
0: was eighteen and eleven months.
1: Right. Is that what it was? Oh yeah, because they'd say read, yeah, it right like in that. the beginning and at the very end they'd go like, a hundred and four years old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was creative. Uh, so, um I don't know. At the beginning, it was kind of promising. I thought that that was, like, interesting, kind of lead you into wondering what the fuck is happening, and and who was the person warning her in the beginning, anyway? Was it the girl who died, who got her soul taken?
0: No, it was her mom. It was her biological mom who had died.
1: Oh, okay. Yep. I didn't catch that, yeah. Yeah. Why did she have a man's voice? Like...
0: Oh, maybe it was the dad, I don't know. Maybe I
1: shouldn't be assuming her gender.
0: Yeah, maybe you shouldn't. We're not allowed to do that anymore,
1: remember? (laughs) You know, she's kind of like the naive little girl. You know, a little bit. You know, that's why mm. I say the Rosemary's Baby because they really make her naive and in, in yeah. that movie yeah. and sweet and innocent. And that's kind of how they treat Allison in this movie. Like, you know, she has a boyfriend named Pete who is a pretty regular guy. You know, he's he likes her a lot. He's older. He's like seventy eight while she's oh, like. <laughs> He's robbing the Crabble. Crabble? The hey, wow, Crabble? There. What's yeah. the Crabble? Do I don't you know. need another shot? That may be. I think I'm getting bananas. Oh! <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. Uh, But yeah, they're like, you know, she she's like, it's her birthday coming up in like four days. She gets a call from her aunt. Makes her, her
0: feel guilty. Makes
1: her feel like ultra guilty, like lays it on thick. Well, we have your your uncle He. He's sick. He's, he's dying. dying. Yeah. And then when they see him, he's like happy he's like, and chip, cheery. Chip, cheerio. She's like, I know what you're going to say. He seems not so sick. He hides it rather well. It's this, like, bitch, you lie. There's
0: some reason that when she said that, it reminded me of your mom. Why? I don't know. Like she was just being all sweet, like trying to cover up.
1: Oh, like, yeah. Cover up, shit. <laughs> cover up a lie. What are you trying to say? What are you trying to say, Christina? Nothing. You call my mom a lie? <laughs> They're back the fuck down. <laughs> anyway, so she goes into this house and her uncle's like, don't go out back. There's rats so or snakes in the backyard. Don't go.
0: Don't go past the stone
1: wall. There's a snaky wheelie whacker outside. There's it. spiders. Yeah. And she and she goes anyway because she's like, you know, I remember them telling me not to go out there and I'm going to go out there okay, now because I'm, I'm an adult.
0: I'm, I'm an adult. I can handle a snake.
1: She goes out there and finds all these stone hinges, you know. And uh, her uncle's like, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's from the that old owner that actually was a uh, an astronomer and he, he really liked the stars. And she's like, Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah that's that, not is weird that why at there's a, a red stained sacrificial fucking slab there? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Dead babies. Yeah. <laughs> why are there baby bones everywhere?
0: <laughs>
1: well, there wouldn't be baby bones. How do you know? Because they're, they they transfer the bodies. They're not they're not eating and drinking babies' blood.
0: Why wouldn't they keep the bones for you know ritual purposes?
1: Uh, I mean, I don't. You know. don't know. And then her aunt is giving. This is where I get the big strong, um, you A know, rosemary
0: baby, rosemary feels.
1: babies yeah. thing. Because in the Rosemary's Baby movie, the neighbor lady is always so nosy and like in her bring shit. bring her
0: soup, bring and, yeah, bring in her, soup. Yeah.
1: Tonics, teas. Oh, I made a special tea, and she doesn't like the for taste the of it. Maybe, but she drinks it anyway. She calls it her chocolate tonic. In this, isn't that what it is? Which I thought about using for the shot, and I was like, I don't know what the fuck I'm going to come up with that. Like yeah. fucking fago, chocolate soda with like fucking root Ew. beer, root beer ninety nine bananas. Ooh, actually, means, yeah. you know that would <laughs> actually that might actually be all right.
0: We should have done that. Let's start over. <laughs>
1: yeah you start to see like you know pete has his father in town he drives out with her to go visit the aunt and uncle and then he goes and stays at his father who's like rich and aloof and doesn't care about him and you know and so pete's of course want him to do something every day and he wants to go meet up with her and they're you know very like clutchy like want to control where she's going and stuff and she's just like okay i'm gonna go leave me the fuck alone Mm-hmm. And they go off, and they're kind of making fun of her aunt and uncle. And she's like, they're nice people. You know, don't make fun of them. But he was right the whole time. And then, like, the parents are like, yeah, we're having our birthday. And he's like, oh, yeah, she invited me. And he's like, well, she can't do that. It's a family matter. And he's like, well, till she tells me otherwise, I'm coming. So I hope you may make room for me, you know? And he's like, well, you're not allowed. You know, like, <laughs> PC boy, you're trying to stick your dick in and our family? I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, But that night she has this like crazy dream of a bunch of people dressed in blue chanting ex Mana, ex Mana, ex Mana" With like, like a staff that looks exactly like the pendant that she's wearing around her neck. And then a woman chants Myrna, asking, you know, to give her body to Myrna to possess her body, screaming, possess me, <laughs> repeatedly. And then there's like silence. And then the group screams... Hail Myrna, repeatedly, and the woman laughs. It's like she's having this vision of the past somehow because Mm. she's now connected to the spirit of Myrna. Myrna. Yeah.
0: Got to keep Myrna alive. I don't know why.
1: Simultaneously, there's an old bitch living upstairs that she never knew who was.
0: It's your great-grandmother. And she's like, well, excuse me, who the fuck is my great-grandmother? She's 103 years old. She came all the way out here to see you in the middle of the night.
1: Okay, so we know that the old woman is Myrna, right? She's just a really old
0: yes yeah, so she needs a new body
1: why did they wait 103 <laughs> <103? laughs> like what are the odds that she's gonna live to 103 maybe
0: uh, maybe well she the odds are is because Myrna's in her body so she, Myrna, she can't that body can't die until that spirit is out of her that's usually how it works just let you know
1: well thanks for letting me know myrna occultist.
0: <laughs> and i'm sure they waited that long because they couldn't steal a baby that it was at, at the exact time it had to be like at the exact time
1: Yes, yeah, seven hour, o'clock seven? seven
0: p.m on like seven, seven seven i don't know yeah it was sevens like, wasn't it yeah it was, it was like all sevens or seven shit.
1: o'clock at, on the 19th of the 19th year of her 19th birthday
0: yeah So that's probably why they had to wait that long.
1: And we find out that through, like, one of Pete's friends that uh, Myrna is actually a demon.
0: A Celtic.
1: A Celtic.
0: oh (laughs) Celtic Mm. ancient demon. Yes. Okay.
1: Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'm saying it wrong, but I'm pretty sure it's Celtic.
0: That was Celtic. No. Okay. (laughs) Celtic. Ready? Oh, damn it.
1: You're welcome. Whatever. Welcome to the class. You want a cookie? Class is dismissed. You win.
0: You, win. you want a cookie?
1: <laughs> anyway, uh, but yeah. So that whole thing is happening. Like, the, they try to, like, blame... Peter for trying to break into their house one night or something like that, because he, he knows something's amiss, and yeah, he doesn't getting, know what.
0: he's getting wind of it, like they're doing something to her. Yeah,
1: like they're tricking her because she's acting differently, and she's like getting sick, and the tonics are happening every night, and he sneaks in one night, and then they blame him of trying to kill her, and then hypnotize her, by the way. Mm-hmm. Which what, he, what he, he grabs her, picks her up, carries her down the stairs, and then the doctor appears out of nowhere with the family. They're like, where are you going? And he's like, I'm leaving with her and you're not coming with us. And then he goes to walk away and the doctor just goes, hold up a minute and pinches his neck like fucking Spock. <laughs> And he just and dropped it just falls. Yeah, you, Did you notice he hit his head against the chandelier? Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I watched it again just did to you? see. Yeah, because I was like, I was like, did he just hit his face on the fucking chandelier? <laughs> anyway, so he he falls to the floor with uh, Allison and then they go upstairs and quickly fucking hypnotize her. And he's like, this is the truth, Allison. And you're going to tell the truth. And then you don't hear what they say to her. And they call the police and then make him.
0: And then he gets arrested. Yeah. and then breaking they,
1: in. Yeah, they let him out on bail. I'm like, dude! Wow! Like, guy was gonna murder her supposedly, and they let her <laughs> well, out the next day. He's rich. That's why his dad is. Yeah, yeah.
0: He's rich. Now I like this part because all of a sudden it's time to do research. Okay, it's time for this guy to do research. Where he
1: meets Sally, who tells him about the demon. Another and...
0: yeah, occultist. He goes to the occultist store, or whatever. Where <laughs> I his like, friend is.
1: I like how he just has a friend who's into it, and then she. He's like, he says to her, he's like, so. Are you into witchcraft? She's like, oh no, no, not anymore. <laughs> oh <laughs> God, no!
0: And she's like,
1: I, I went down that road and it got really weird, so I just backed out. You know, <laughs> and I'm, not, I'm doing terrible Australian accent. Yeah, I way. don't
0: know what that was. <laughs> right,
1: right, it? something like that.
0: So then he, then he like goes to the hospital and he, he, he figures out that. That she was actually kidnapped as a baby, she was stolen as a baby, and they actually killed the parents.
1: Yeah. He goes in through some news articles and finds articles from the date that she was born that the parents lost their baby. They,
0: yeah, somebody stole the baby and then the parents died.
1: Yeah. Parents Ma- of the magically the baby died,
0: yeah. Very convenient. Yeah. Um. And then he he ends up at the cemetery for some reason. No,
1: he finds out that he's being followed by the the uh, aunt and uncles. Like, because they have this, Goons. Like they have this whole cult of people that are the whole town. Yeah.
0: Well, they gotta protect Myrna.
1: Right. They gotta. And, and they don't even for explain why why Myrna's such a big deal. She doesn't
0: even do. She's anything. that old
1: bitch up in the fucking room.
0: Yeah. Did she make him rich? Like I don't understand. And what does
1: she do? Just sit around? It's yeah. all all for her while everybody else dies you around can't be her?
0: Worshiping something it's doing something for you. I mean, him. I would
1: assume, right? Like, <laughs> Especially
0: if it's evil, it's Satan's gift or whatever the fuck <laughs> like
1: They don't that. really explain. They really don't. They
0: don't. And I didn't like that. I didn't like that. But I'm, I did like the... the I'm like, she wasn't
1: doing any magic, and just because she's old doesn't mean she doesn't have the power to do cool stuff. And I would think that she would kind of try to infect them, but really, okay. she's just an old lady. Just like...
0: Yeah, she doesn't even make cookies or or like... <laughs> Cooks a tea or she don't do shit. (laughs) She doesn't
1: even have a pot, a brew, a witch's brew. witch's
0: brew. She's not sacrificing babies. She's not very
1: demonic. (laughs) Let's put it that way. Pretty chill. But
0: okay, so I did like- She likes
1: her her nanners nanners and fucking milk at night, you know? (laughs) What a scary demon she is. Oh, who wants some warm milk and nanners? Mm, Nana wafers? (laughs) Anyway,
0: so I liked the part when he was in the cemetery and they started fighting- because it was like the awkwardest fight ever.
1: Well, yeah. And the reason he's getting, he goes to a cemetery is because he follows this blue car that's been following her around because they're trying to keep up on him because they're afraid he's going to go to the police and tell them what the plan is. And even then, though
0: he was just at the police. Right. Which uh, they put him in, in jail. jail for.
1: Yeah. Um But it was his word over there. So.
0: And then he goes to the church, okay? He goes to the church. Well, they
1: try to put him in the fucking cemetery first. They try to bury him alive. Right. And there's a guy with a pitchfork that comes over and he's about to run <laughs> him through and he's like, wait a minute, right? you might be interested in what I have to say, yeah? <laughs>
0: oh, yeah, and he tells them that, they stole the wrong baby. It was the, yeah. like, at She the wrong was born time. at
1: 717, while the other baby, the real baby, which belongs to the Beckerstads, uh, <laughs> was actually seven of them. Is this true? Do you have any proof of that? And he hands him a piece of paper and then fights him and then runs off. Mm-hmm. And then he opens the paper and it's, like, just some, like, It's the police report from when he got arrested. Exactly. And they're like, ah, no matter. Oh,
0: we got trickery
1: Yeah. He won't go back to the police. But he does grab a tiger gun of some sort. Some sort of fucking tiger pistol, they call it.
0: Right. And that's when I figured, oh, they're not in Britain. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I was like, wait, I was like, they can't have guns.
1: Yeah, well, this is the Outback, And Alpac, then I looked it up and I
0: was like, oh, this is Australia.
1: <laughs> well, they got rid of their guns in Australia, pretty much. Oh, did they? When yeah. did they do that? It was an antique, by the way.
0: Oh, okay.
1: That's yeah. right. That's right. It was in a box. Remember they always bring that up when like talking points for politics. Oh. That the that their guns got taken away or something. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm I wrong. Don't remember. I don't remember I Australia. Don't remember. I know in England they don't have weapons.
0: Anyway, so it was really funny when he went to the church to steal the cross.
1: Right, cuz the the girl Sally is like you need a consecrate she's like you need protection. She's like, "Oh, I got my father's pistol here." Yeah, so I'm doing pretty good, there, fella. <laughs> <Phil."> and then, <laughs> And she's like, no, not that kind of protection, you dildo. Like a fucking consecrated cross. And he's like, ah, all right, all right, gotcha. And he stops at the fucking church. At the, at the church, local church. And he just grabs one off the table just, and runs out. He
0: takes it off the wall. Is that what it is? Yeah, and then the the pastor, yeah, the pastor's like running after him like, what the fuck? What the folk?
1: No, he what didn't say folk? that. He didn't say Christina, well, and they lo- don't cuss.
0: He looked like that. He didn't cuss. He said, what the folk? What? <laughs> Awkward silence. Thanks. I was trying to make, (laughs) trying to make jokes. You're like, I laugh at your stupid jokes. Uh, Yeah. I I, at least I fake laugh at your stupid jokes.
1: Oh (laughs) wow! It's only authentic good times here, right? If you don't want to laugh, don't. Okay. You stupid. No, I'm
0: kidding. Stop.
1: Anyway, so uh, he goes and uh, tries to find Allison which she's not in the house anymore. He tries to drive the, the car, which by the way, oh, and if for those of you who are wondering what kind of car this is, it's called a VW thing. My friend had one. Oh, okay.
0: They're kind of like dune buggy, buggy vehicles,
1: but they're like it, they Volkswagen had a uh, a sort of they were called things. Mm-hmm. And my buddy actually who i moved out here with who i'm no longer friends with because he's a piece of shit his father actually owned a, a thing mm-hmm. a yellow one on top of it same color as that mm-hmm. and this one looks like it just had like poles mm-hmm. it kind of didn't look like a, a good stable vehicle to be honest but that one his had like the the raised up part like you could attach it mm-hmm. so that it would like close in and it be a hard shell mm-hmm. so it did have the top you know but you could You know, it's different, I guess, in Australia. I don't know. Right. Pretty sure it was a thing, though. Anyway, so after Petey goes, he drives his car through a bunch of guys and goes upstairs, can't find them, then goes outside by the rocks. Right.
0: They're at the Stonehenge.
1: Practicing their ritual to get Allison's body transferred from the old woman to the to Allison's body, Mm -hmm. Myrna, so to speak. She has like this blue uh, thing come out of her mouth or something. And then uh, he's like, hey, stop it there. And she's like, throw the, throw the cross at him. Throw the cross at him. And he throws him at him and then grabs her and goes running. And then like a bitch fucking trips over a rock. <laughs> or I don't even know what. But this is just a really weird, like, it's almost like they didn't have an ending. And then they were like, why would he just. Let's
0: just ad lib it. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Like, and then he just trips after all of this time. He's like Mr. Hero and he trips over a fucking rock. That's the dumbest shit ever. And then, of course, what happens after that? She she shoots him. She grabs his gun and then shoots him. And he's like, wait,
0: wait. Myrna has entered in Allison.
1: Yeah, she was like, he's like, you're not going to shoot me. Why would you shoot me? And he's like, I wouldn't if I wasn't. Myrna, (laughs) you fool.
0: Bam, you're dead.
1: Yeah. And then the police come and then the bodies, and they, they blame it all on him. on him. Like he went crazy.
0: Mm-hmm. And then the old woman wakes up in her bed, and it's Allison because Allison's soul had to go into something. She's so, like, Where's Peach? Where's like, Peachy? Why do I feel so old? <laughs> and then uh, she. Where's Peachy? Where's Peachy, boy? Oh, Grandma Goombo <laughs> and then she looks over, and her body, Myrna and Alice's body, is standing up. She's, she, yeah. she starts freaking out. That was then.
1: Yeah, she screams.
0: It was awesome.
1: That was I, a pretty I cool like ending. That. Yeah. Yeah, because you don't. See I just that don't he... like that he tripped. Like, couldn't, couldn't she just uh, <laughs> grab the gun off of him? I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, it just seems really weird. Man. He hands her the gun because he's like, "Get out of here," and she's like, "Ha ha ha. Ma-ha-ha. I wish she would have like shot him in the head, and then like half of his face came off. You know, because that would have been even more glorious. But this movie is kind of nice, you know.
0: Yeah, it was okay. I, you know, I, I, I mean,
1: nice isn't like too nice to do something oh, like that.
0: I would, I think this movie should be remade.
1: I mean, it could, it could be done. Yeah, better.
0: Well, exactly. That's what I'm saying. If, if somebody would have would remake this movie, they'd probably make it way better.
1: It's not for me, but I mean, a big fan of it might be pretty upset about hearing you say that.
0: Well, suck a dick.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, we do have another movie that we're going to talk about, and that is. Eyes of Fire, a.k.a. Crying Blue Sky, from 1983. The story is a preacher is accused of adultery, and he and his followers are chased out of town. They become stranded in an isolated forest, which is haunted by the spirits of the long-dead Native Americans, the indigenous folk of America, in 1751, by the way. Tagline, the secret is sleeping in the trees. This is uh, by writer-director Avery Kraunce who's from Kentucky and moved back there and is living there today. This was his first feature film. He's also directed The Invisible Kid and Sister Island, which is crazy that is this is all he's ever done. But some of the cast in this movie is Dennis Lipscomb, who plays Will Smythe, the preacher, who was in War Games, Under Siege, Union City, The First Power, Cop Rock, the TV show, and he passed away in July of 2014. We also have Guy Boyd who plays Marion Dalton, the father, the hunter guy. He was in movies called Foxcatcher, Taking Chance, Streamers, Retroactive, which is a really good uh, Jim Belushi film. That's uh, like a sci-fi time travel movie that I really like. Mm-hmm. It's like a 90s movie that's actually really cool. Uh, he was also in Carnosaur 2, Pacific Heights, Lucas, and more. We also have Rebecca Stanley, who plays Eloise Dalton, his wife, who is in uh, committing adultery. <laughs> <laughs> she was in Body Double episode of. She did an episode of Freddy's Nightmares, Perfect Crimes, and many other TV shows for a small role. We also have Sally Klein, who plays Fanny, one of the daughters. She was in Murder She Wrote for about three episodes, for like a big running uh, oh, story and you know, like a three three episode arc. Mm-hmm and she was also in the twilight zone in the 80s and other tv shows. We also have Carlene Crockett. She plays Leah. She's not related to Davy Crockett. Um she was on
0: Was it wait, you be the, the King of the Wild Frontier?
1: The King of the Wild Frontier. <laughs> Nick at night, huh? That's how you yeah, know, know it.
0: Yeah.
1: Um <clears throat> Carlene Crockett though played Leah the 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 Queen of the the Forest. The forest. Uh, she was on Dallas for many episodes. She was also in Fantasy Island and uh, one of the director's other films called Sister Island and more. We also have Fran Ryan, who plays Calvin's wife. She was in Stripes, Pale Rider, The Long Riders, Rocky Two, Days of Our Lives, Tough Enough, Out Cold, General Hospital, and she passed away in January of 2000. We also have Rob Paulson, who is pretty famous. He played Jewel or Joel which okay. they say it weird in the movie, that's why I didn't know, who went to be a famous voice actor for many, 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 many different shows, uh, including voices for Animaniacs like Pinky, Yakko, Yakko so, Warner.
0: Oh, Animaniacs. Yeah.
1: He also did Curious George, DuckTales, Rise of the Teenage Mutant Duck Ninja Tales. Turtles. Oh, woo. Veggie Tales, Fairly Odd Parents, Ultimate Spider-Man, and, and so much more. He literally has over 546 credits Jeez. of acting. So We also have Carrie Sherman, who played Margaret, who's Joel's wife, daughter of Ray McDonald and Peggy Ryan, the secretary on Hawaii 5 TV series. And she was in 48 Hours, 1941, the Santa Barbara series. And she got her start on the uh, $6 million man. Last but not least, we have Will Hare, who plays Calvin, who gets shot in the chest. I shouldn't say. Who plays <clears throat> Who plays Calvin. He was in Back to the Future. I think he was the guy that comes out to the barn when Marty comes back. He goes back to the past. Mm-hmm. And he, like, is in the barn. Do you remember? No. There were the Peabody's. Anyway, he was also in Heaven Can Wait, Enter the Ninja, Grim Prairie Tales, which is another folk horror tale, by the way. And my personal favorite of his was Silent Night, Deadly Night, where he played the catatonic grandpa who scares the shit out of the young boy. (laughs) Christmas is the scariest night of the year. He's like, he only brings presents to the good boys. Have you been good boy all year? And the boy's like, nah. He's like, you better run for your life if you see Santa. (laughs) 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 And then he goes back to being catatonic all of a sudden. (laughs) fucking great
0: oh my gosh
1: i just love that part in that movie it's so mm-hmm. great uh this movie was made on a 2.6 million supposed estimated budget oh wow and it made about 12 million at the box office so christina what are your thoughts about the movie and not murray's dog toy
0: sorry so like like you said earlier i wasn't in a good mood when we started watching this With you know
1: sure okay
0: you know so it was the beginning was really hard for me to follow. I didn't exactly understand what was going on mm-hmm. like all the way up, but it did kick off got good towards the end. I did want more supernatural stuff and, mm-hmm. you know, I wanted more weird stuff.
1: What was your initial thought of the movie and how it looks and what's it feel like? And
0: yeah, it was, it was a really trippy looking movie. Um, I wouldn't want to watch it high.
1: Yeah, or because you'd have or like something. a
0: really bad trip. Jesus Christ, dude! <laughs> the creature—I on- would say
1: watching it high is probably the best way to do it, but not on acid. Maybe. I <laughs> oh don't know. no,
0: no! Um, the creatures looked amazing. Like that is like the selling point of the movie. This
1: movie. Do you know what I kind of got a vibe of? Remember the Antra movie that we watched? No antrim the the deadliest movie ever made okay oh yeah, about the girl and the boy that dig a hole to hell
0: going to hell okay
1: it kind of reminds me of that kind of lore
0: yeah i see that you know and
1: that's kind of like a full gore um, Mm kind of well
0: it's like you're going into the woods into a part of the woods that you shouldn't go into sure you know the other indians in the area don't even go in that part of the woods as as far
1: as the style of this movie what did you immediately think of like Give them an idea of what it's like, like what type of film it is. It was
0: a scary movie in the woods.
1: It's a period piece.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's from like the 1750s, which you don't really see too much of. So they're dressed up in
1: olden times.
0: Yeah, they're in like a... Puritan clothes.
1: No, Puritans, I looked it up, as 16th and 17th century. This would be 18th century.
0: Oh, I don't know. I don't know what else, how to describe it. No, Jesus hey. Christ, you're putting too much pressure on me now. <laughs> okay. I'm just trying to help them but understand anyways,
1: what the movie's about. The, oh, well, you could
0: do that on your part, okay? <laughs> if
1: they've seen it, then you're doing a great job. But if they haven't seen it, they have no idea what it well, is. Well, I'm
0: sorry. Anyway, yes, it was really creative. I enjoyed watching it. I, I gave it a four out of ten. Really? Just yeah. It's, the story was just like... Bah. Wait a
1: second. So you give this the same score as the other movie? Yeah,
0: yeah. I enjoyed them equally.
1: Oh wow, that's that's really surprising to me. I thought you enjoyed it a hell a lot more. We we seemed to. I don't know. I did.
0: I also, Before I forget. I also like how they portrayed women in this movie because you would think in that period of time, especially like like uh, on the American frontier, you know, they probably didn't treat women too well. That's what I'm assuming. Right. But, you know, this lady is like cheating on her husband with the preacher. I know.
1: And he's actually pretty chill about it. Yeah. Which is and weird. the
0: preacher is fine with it. And the husband's fine with it. And well, the women are very empowered and they, yeah. you know, they're, you know, they're not demeaned or anything. So I right. thought it was pretty cool. But anyway, how would you think? you need well, more explanation.
1: Well, this one is actually quite a big surprise to me. Like, first off, it's an 80s film that feels like a TV Western that you might have caught in like the, the 60s. Like the way that it's shot is almost like I don't know how to explain it. It's really weird down to the acting style and everything. It's like obviously a period piece not set in the 80s, which always sort of tunes me out when it comes to period pieces. I've mentioned previous, not my bag, you know, usually, but it it takes them to do some pretty weird shit for me to really get into it, which this movie does. It is set in the the, uh, 1750s of an American frontier where parts of the undiscovered country were run by different, you know, territories long before the U.S. declared independence. So it's, you know, a couple of kids are found adrift in a box for seven days and they tell a, a French military soldier the story of magic and peril who doesn't really believe them, but he tells them, she tells them the whole story, the whole time. And they were talked, they talk about how they were saved by the queen of the forest, Leah. And he's like, Oh, I don't believe in magic. So you better get down to the facts. And then they tell the whole story of what happens. And we're taking, taken into the movie where, you know, the entire time in the beginning of the movie, I was thinking like, I expected this to be super tame of a movie because of how it's played out. But it definitely was not like there is nudity. There is, you know, Some pretty freaky shit going on, like a bunch of naked people running around, like people dying, lots of death and weird visuals that litter the screen. Kind of the way that they describe magic and how it's used was cool, too. I really like that. It's just a weird combination of a movie, mainly about a prideful priest or preacher who is spared hanging by Leah, who has magic powers, but nobody knows and he's about to be hung for adultery or whatever, because this guy's wife is cheating on him. And, and he wants to settle like his followers. Cause he gets a following of all these people to this promised land that they, they steal after he gets hung, everybody, like, they turn the tables on him. They point guns at him. They're like, we're going to take all your stuff and we're going to take it to the promised land. and We wish you could come with us, but it's our promised land since you didn't believe us. And they leave on this fucking raft and they get shot at. People die. And then they end up in this forest. Where nobody should go and not even the Shawnee Indians go, and they decide to make this their bedrock, their their
0: homestead. Yeah,
1: you know, their homestead and their 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 promised land because nobody's gonna bother them in this area. Well, it turns out that's not quite exactly how it is, and they kind of awaken some sort of ancient tree witch, a devil witch, <laughs> as they like call her. Children. Yeah, and has yellow eyes and looks really fucking weird
0: like i'd want to be a a forest witch like that hell yeah it's
1: kind of crazy how they kind of morph uh the the way that the environment changes around them and stuff like there's really kind of cool stuff going on like faces start appearing on the trees like it's it's like swallowing up whole civilizations of people and turning them into the the forest essentially and I don't know. It's pretty cool. Like they're they're kind of stuck between a rock and a hard place because of this priest who essentially promised them more than he could and doesn't deliver on it. And they sort of battle this like devil tree, who pretty much drives them all mad to become servants of the forest. And it's just really cool how they do some of the, the visuals in this. It's like very practical as well. A lot of very odd scenes that kind of morph between like visions, and magic, actual wild creatures and ghosts and nude people running around. (laughs) There's like a witch who has powers, too, that seems like like she's like this stupid girl that nobody realizes she has powers and she's like protecting them along the whole way. Mm -hmm. And she kind of is their savior. It's weird. Nobody likes her, but they kind of can't hate her. It's weird. The last half of the film is where shit starts going crazy Hell too. Yeah. The visuals get amped up, a lot of the crazier stuff starts to happen. It kind of remind me of like some of the martial arts films that I like oh, from that's like right. the late 80s and the 90s that I watch a lot of mm-hmm. because the style of how they shoot it is very similar, mm-hmm. which is really strange because there's no reason why I would think that, but it is very similar.
0: It, yeah, it really is.
1: <clears throat> Especially with the witch. Mm -hmm. like the, the devil tree witch or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like, it just feels like the choreograph, the choreography and everything like that. Like, I don't know. It just feels like that kind of movie. And that's kind of what I like. That's the sweet spot of like what I like, like silly, absurd and serious, but just also kind of silly, but it's, it's not bad. It's not a bad shot film or artistic looking film, I guess Mm -hmm. is how the better way to put it kind of carries with it. Some pretty great colors and shots, they do like a lot of superimposed stuff over top of things to kind of make you feel like the spirits are like invisible and like they have neon colors. A lot of different weird sound effects that are thrown in with the this like humming score, which is kind of cool. Like some of the music is like really like off-putting because it's like,
0: yeah. and then
1: and then when it gets dark, it's like kind of like really abrupt and scary and dark feeling and moody. Very atmospheric, surprisingly, by some of the stuff that they were doing in this film. Which is also why I kind of think of Antrim a little bit when I watch this. Hope any of that is making sense to you guys because I it's very hard to to describe without completely just spoiling the shit out of it. A lot of experimental ideas in this one. It's his first feature film and that's probably why. It's one of those things where you just kind of throw in everything in the kitchen sink to try to make a mark in your movie. And, you know, you wouldn't necessarily professionally do that normally, but you take more risks because you don't know your style yet. And it's, and it kind of pays off in this movie. Some of the effects uh, are the best, but I found it pretty fun and it kind of gets better as the movie progresses. So it's definitely not my style of movie. But I enjoyed this one a hell of a lot more than Allison's birthday. The whole time I'm watching it, it feels like, like I said, that 60s Western style got infiltrated by some weird horror from some weird martial arts horror movie that was like, hey, I'm just going to bleed into this old Western movie for some reason. It's just like completely dichotomy, like a weird dichotomy between things going on. So it's like fantasy, Western, martial arts, horror, weird shit so um i'd say this is you know definitely a film and we'll get into it more that has a message about colonialism and like the effects of it um i'd give it probably a 6.5 out of 10 maybe a 7 even oh wow i thought it was that good Mm -hmm. like i really was entertained by it and it's a, I think it's a pretty enjoyable film for a movie that's not within the realm of my usual interests. Mm-hmm. So it surprised me, and I, I really liked it. So,
0: well, uh, I think we put a lot, a little bit more thought behind the movies and the point of them. So we watched the documentary. So I'm sure, I for me, this it one adds, had more
1: of a full gore.
0: Yeah, yeah, it did. This <clears throat> one had way more of a full horror thing to it, and I yeah. think that now that we know more of a basis behind the genre like I think it it, it helps more
1: sure or it's at least it,
0: for me to grasp what they're trying to do
1: yeah and we'll get into kind of like you know the essential thing that they said in the full core documentary is like we don't go back there right that was like this pivotal moment where one of the authors of this famous book about full core said we don't go back there meaning those were chaotic times mm-hmm. and we don't realize just how chaotic they were mm-hmm. And if we were to go back then, it would just, we would not know how to handle ourselves. Right. Because it's just not the same these days. So
0: it's kind of
1: scary. And we have a lot of uh, wounds from the things that we've caused in our past and stuff like that. Like as a a society, Society, different societies all over the world. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of bad blood. Right. A lot of death so that that our nations are built on mm-hmm. and that is where folklore thrives. Right. is in those pockets of forgotten lore, mm-hmm. forgotten religions, forgotten death. So it's kind of interesting. I I totally, I totally I like the idea of it because it reminds me very much of H.P. Lovecraft, but H.P. Lovecraft is all completely made up, not based on some history necessarily, but more of kind of the same air of older gods and things but just not basing its premise off of society today. But, you know, H.P. Lovecraft was not a fan of people very much. Um, anyway, we don't have any trivia, really, for this one. There's not much for it at all. But we do have some scenes that we're going to talk about and uh, kind of go over to see what we think about this whole film and what why, what message it is and what we think it really, what it really means, because we kind of discussed it briefly after the movie because it was just so different. Um, but... If you don't want anything spoiled and you want to check this out for yourself, you can check it out on Shudder, or as I mentioned with the last movie, you can go ahead and pick it up from Severin. We'll post links down below for you guys, so if you want to pick it up, you can, or if you want to just watch it on Shudder, either way. But if you don't want anything spoiled, here's your warning. Right out the bat, like when this movie started up, I was like, oh God, this is like heavy, mm-hmm. heavy period piece. It looks like a TV show almost. Yeah. It
0: really and I was did. like, oh, oh man. Oh, I don't know crazy. how I
1: feel about this.
0: And then I thought it was going to be like Salem witch trial things, which kind of like was off putting to me because, oh, geez, Vogue Rise. Dude, the acting and the
1: writing and everything was just so like 60s style. Like, mm-hmm. it just soap really. Up. It
0: was like soap opera.
1: Really weird mm-hmm. shit, you know? Uh, not a type of movie that I would necessarily want to watch. Mm-hmm you know it does change and does get better especially with a lot of the practical effects and like weird shit that they got going on
0: what did you think of the like the characters um cuz i didn't like how they portrayed the like the the uh the witch like the cuz she was quiet they treated her like she was crazy
1: well because it was because of um i think there's some some the reason why he did that might be kind of specific. I can't say for sure, but if I had to make a guess, the preacher who we find out later on was the reason that her mom got burned.
0: Right, they burned her. During a madness, mistake.
1: when he goes crazy, mm-hmm. he says it out loud and she overhears that he helped burn her mom and that they that the fire kept going out so they had to keep relighting it. It was horrifying. Mm -hmm. to watch her burn slowly like that, which is pretty crazy. Um, Maybe you
0: shouldn't burn people at all.
1: Well, this is how, you know, like the Christians tried to kill off paganism and things like Mm -hmm. that. She really is a witch. Nobody was paying attention to her. And the only ones that actually do believe in her and and know her to be a good person is... The kids. The kids, right? yeah. And the adults and everybody... They treat her like she's stupid and that she doesn't matter. And that and she is the savior of all of them. Mm-hmm. And she this should be worshipping her. Right. She saved the preacher in the beginning. She mm-hmm. made the rope break, mm-hmm. which is like a miracle back then. Like that doesn't happen. The rope did not should not break. And they all froze because they thought it was God's will.
0: But she was just telekinetic, is that yeah. She talking? she yeah. was praying to the
1: the the natural spirits of the order of
0: yeah the trees, the
1: paganism did. sort of you know yeah. she's a witch, right? But she's not a bad one, and that's just kind of like how our perceived um, ideology about paganism and its weirdness—you
0: can't explain it, so right? It's, it's all evil. it's all yeah, it's it's evil.
1: They just kind of undermine the power of it, you know what I mean? I think, and that's, that's very. Apropos. Right, right. So she's kind of some dumb thing because they have to just play it off like, oh, it's just some silly religion. She's a silly bitch because her mom was a silly bitch. Witch. My
0: religion is more.
1: Right. Yeah. Is when,
0: ma- what matters. And
1: truth be, he's the preacher, is like one of the most prideful motherfuckers in the whole fucking thing. Mm-hmm. He's an adulterer. He's like supporting exactly what his religion is which christianity for a lot of people can be very hypocritical Mm -hmm. uh and that i think there's also another you know aspect of it there was like a lot of this hypocrisy going on behind the scenes and then when they got caught for fucking the other wives they said that they were fucking that's probably what happened maybe it was his daughter maybe maybe leah was his daughter and oh you know and she's older but you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. she said that he saved her when she was a young girl and she was left alone because her mother was burned alive. Mm-hmm. So who knows? He's a hypocrite. He's trying to bring him to this promised land. Everything around him is based on God's whatever. Mm-hmm. So I don't know.
0: So they're going through the forest, and they it it was kind of cool. They come across all these feathers. There's right. like these white feathers, everywhere. which is a bad
1: omen to the Shawnee.
0: Yeah. So, which means, like, you're you're not supposed to enter that part of the forest?
1: Well, part. let's explain this, why they're relieved by it, is because they were on a raft where the character, uh, the actor, Will Hare, gets shot in the chest with a bow, and she has a vision of him getting shot in the chest and them getting attacked Mm -hmm. seconds before it happens. And it's like the trees are speaking to her. Right. And she knew what was going to happen, but it was natives and the Shawnee and, like, some of the colonial people in the area who are shooting them and they have to ditch their raft and then set it up with fake bodies and him on the raft to push it down the stream. So they don't even give him a proper burial, which right. which is kind of fucked up. Right. You know, they wouldn't normally do that. And he's like, trust me, this is what they do. We, we have to fool them. But then they get followed anyway into the forest and mm-hmm. get shot out some more. And that's when they happen upon all these feathers on the ground, which is... Marion, who is the husband of the adulterous woman and the preacher, he's, his wife is the guy is the preacher's adultery woman. Right. Does, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I know what you mean. Okay.
1: Yeah. He's, <laughs> he's in town and he settles the, the, the natives and the colonial guys by acting weird, put on a mask and like put some branches in his head and stuff. And like they kind of make jokes, and he's speaking to the 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 Shawnee, and he makes a joke about how his life is fucked because his wife is screwing a preacher. Mm-hmm. And then the the natives laugh, and then he takes the stick that he's holding, and it's like really a weapon, mm-hmm. and he shoots like the colonial guys, and it's like don't kill the natives, which you can already tell that he has the respect for the land, mm-hmm. and the preacher doesn't, right? Because the preacher throughout the whole movie is like scared of the natives and he wants to kill them and he doesn't, you know, cause they shoot the fucking, they shoot one of the natives. Right. They they say natives in the movie, by the way, guys, I'm not trying to be disrespectful. The indigenous is the proper preferred nomenclature now, but you know what I mean? So the, uh, but yeah, that, I think that's what this, all of this is playing into the whole obvious thing is that they go to this area where not even the Shawnee are interested or or would step into because there's some obvious bad shit going on there. Mm -hmm. And of course white people being the way they are, you know, sort of like in this colonial people being the way they are, they just want the land. They just want the, you know, to the promised land or whatever. And they just want to be left alone to start their settlement or whatever Mm -hmm. and like do this thing. But obviously this is kind of like a movie about retro paying the white man for shitting on the land and like raping the land and stealing the land. And you know, with some ancient fucking witch who even the Shawnee knew to stay away from, but because this wasn't their land, the colonial people settle on and that's when shit starts going batshit wild. Right. Like, there's a scene where they have, like, the, um, he thinks that the Shawnee have given them a child who's, like, wrapped in, like, deer pelts.
0: But no, no, no. This ain't no child.
1: Yeah. Leah sees her as a demon. As the devil.
0: Which look cool. Witch
1: or whatever. She has, she has a,
0: like, red eyes and, bl- and no, like. No, it was
1: yellow eyes with blue face.
0: With, like, scaly skin.
1: Yeah. Yeah. She okay. kind of looked like the, the X-Men mutant. What's yeah, her name? Yeah, she totally did. I can't think of her uh, name. the one that can change in anything. Yeah. Yeah, the blue skin with the red hair or whatever. Right. Yeah. I can't think of Renee, which I thought was really cool. You kind of see, like, it's weird. Like, I still have a hard time believing that in this time and age, in the 1750s, that this Dalton guy is going to be so calm and relaxed about his wife sleeping with the preacher literally in the same fucking cabin that is like, what? all but 10 by 10 foot wide.
0: Well, maybe he was just so in love with her that he knew she would come back because she did.
1: I mean, he's doing the right thing, but.
0: They had a kid together, so.
1: That's true. He was just worried about the kid, their safety.
0: Yeah. Well, the teenager.
1: Because the preacher didn't know how to take care of them.
0: Right. Obviously. He
1: he, he fed them all kinds of, you know, wondrous, beautiful things. And, you
0: know, Christian stuff is what Chris
1: <laughs> Well, that's what it's about. I mean, really, it is. Right. Because he's like, oh, we need to, they they, they gave us a, a, one of their children, and we need to indoctrinate them with all this Christianity as quick as possible. Quick, quick, we must <laughs> baptize her in the river.
0: Like, literally, that's what happened. Like, yeah. that's what he said.
1: So it's like, I think this is all relevant to that kind of thing. And that's why they're doing it. That's why folk horror is popular for that reason. It is about retribution for forgetting the old past and the old times and how you got it and all this other stuff and just being ignorant. You know what I mean? Not mindful of the olden times. Right. uh, That were more powerful than than they are now. Mm Mm-hmm. Just a bunch of ignorant people walking around being idiots. And the only person that ever realizes it is Leah the Witch, who is mm-hmm. a witch, and Dalton, uh what's his name? Marion Dalton, mm-hmm. who is the husband.
0: Who's living off the land.
1: Right. He has respect mm-hmm. for the land, he has respect for the Shawnee, mm-hmm. he has respect for the the wilderness. He has respect for everything. And that's mm-hmm. the only reason why he's one of the li- people that live, as well as Leah, who becomes the queen of the Right. the forest um does that make sense do you think or yeah I think it makes sense I mean that's, we can't verify yeah, like this going, yeah but I did like that like there was like a scene on the raft where Leah uses her mind powers oh god to move a like uh what was it a iron
0: oh yeah oh no, it was it a cowbell it was a cowbell it was moving by itself
1: yeah she moves it with her mind. her mind yeah and nobody notices and then she even blocks bullets and arrows on the back when Oh, yeah,
0: she's like a force field.
1: Yeah, she puts up her love field.
0: Yeah, she becomes a force field. She
1: does a Care Bear stare. Yeah, I
0: forgot about that part. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that was really weird, but she didn't do anything like that ever again. Not really. Yeah.
1: She was always there when somebody needed her, but then they always shoot her away because they thought they were being mean. Like, the girl Mm -hmm. was having a nightmare. The fanny girl, Mm -hmm. she was having a nightmare about being, like, dying or something like that, Mm -hmm. or being taken away, and then... Immediately, Leah comes to shoo the, the devil thoughts away because mm-hmm. the forest was trying to infect her.
0: Right. Not on my watch. And it was
1: like slowly seeping her in because there was people in the movie that just like walk off into the woods and get taken into the trees and become part of the tree. And then they start chopping the trees.
0: Mm-hmm. It starts bleeding.
1: Yeah. And it was like, I don't know why Marion was chopping this one particular tree, but the, the one particular tree he was chopping happened to be Fanny's tree where she was being sucked into the tree. And because he cut it down, it saved her life. Mm-hmm. And it starts smoking in the food. He f- knew. He knew. Yeah. Yeah. There was some really weird, like practical effects that go on, like with like like weird peanut buttery surfaces on like trees.
0: <laughs> and there's these, there's these group of people who are like covered in peanut butter, standing around, <laughs> a,
1: standing, around butter.
0: standing around a cow, sucking on the cow nipple.
1: That's right.
0: That was fucking weird. How
1: about that scene where fucking it was raining and Leah's just eating piles of dirt? (laughs)
0: Yeah, That was weird, too.
1: And she's just smiling. "Ah." She really ate that shit. Like, what the fuck?
0: Or it was crushed up Oreos. Probably crushed up Oreos. Oh, and then also we need to talk about the the demon witch, tree witch. Oh, how it looked? That was fucking cool. Every single time she showed up. It was fucking badass. This it, is a badass bitch. She's like, get the fuck out of my forest and give me your children.
1: She's fast, too. She, yeah. like, has these yellow eyes. She looks like she's wearing a ghillie suit. Do you guys know what a ghillie suit is? No. It's like the thing that snipers wear so that they can't be seen out in the forest.
0: Oh, what is that? Predator? Was that? No, what, it's oh. like a
1: netting that you put over top of you that has, like, fake leaves and yeah, shit. Yeah, did
0: a Schwarzenegger wear that in Predator?
1: No, he put mud all over himself. to cool oh. the temperature thought, down.
0: Yeah, okay. Sorry.
1: But yeah, a ghillie suit is like a netting that they put over top of it. Mm-hmm. You paint your face up, too, so that you blend in with the environment.
0: Yeah, it was totally that. Yeah. But creepy.
1: And that shit really works. Yeah. But yeah, like there's a scene where the, the baby or the young girl who's a native mm-hmm. gets shot in the back by Marion because they're about to leave because he keeps warning them like shit's going bad. We need to get the fuck out of here. And like half of them are like, no, we got to stay to make this settlement. And the other half are like, fuck you, we're out. Mm-hmm. Like the two littlest children get split apart because one of them is the preacher's daughter or and then the other is like, you know, just
0: some it, random kid. Yeah, I don't know. It's the
1: other. It's one of his <laughs> daughters. Oh. And he's like, Marion's like, I got to get him out of here. But as they're leaving, the the Indian, the indigenous child is like attacking one of the little kids and mm-hmm. scaring her. And hisses at the fucking people and shit, <laughs> just like she had the vision. Mm-hmm. And then it goes running out into the field with the friend actor, the old lady. Mm-hmm. She's like, I don't want to die in here. And she just walks out and then like disappears. <laughs> fucking Marion pulls up his gun as little indigenous girls running out. And he, he fucking pops her in the back. And she fucking explodes like <laughs> it's a like,
0: boom, boom. It
1: was
0: like a house exploding. Yeah. It and was a like,
1: child. All of the like naked peanut butter dick ghosts and shit are like popping, like exploding. Like he really hurt the witch mm-hmm. because the witch was in that small child to keep an eye on them the whole time. Mm hmm. And when he shot it, it hurt her, wounded her. And so after that happens, it all settles, and Marion and a few of the others go dis- you know into the wilderness to get home and get them safe, and then he promises he'll come back for the rest of them. And they find this tree, this really old, fucked-up tree, which is her home, where she goes to kind of like recharge, recharge yeah, yeah, off the nature. And they go hiding up in the top of it and fall asleep. Well, one of the kids drops something. And there's like um, a scene where the the witch comes in and they're like being really quiet and it lays down by the tree and it's got like a wound on its chest. Mm -hmm. And it's just like living worms and like tree branches and leaves that look all mushy, Mm -hmm. like in her stomach. And it just lays there and falls asleep. And then when the kid drops something in the middle of the night, it wakes up the witch Mm -hmm. and then takes Marion into the tree. Right. So then the girl and the little girl, so the two, one of the two kids, Mm -hmm. they have to go back to the settlement alone alone because they, they don't know how to get home. Right. They have no choice. Right. Which I thought was really cool. Yeah, it
0: was really cool. Is that the part when, okay, so when Leah gets to the witch, the tree witch or whatever, and then she, she tells the witch, give me your power. And then a little frog pops out of that tree witch's mouth.
1: The reason it happens is because she speaks to Marion, who's stuck in the tree. Uh huh. He's not too far to be saved. His soul has been sucked into the tree or whatever. And she's like, Marion, you must fight her. Don't oh, give in to right. her. She,
0: she was, yeah, talking you to her. You must him. fight her. Her telepathic.
1: Pull power. her out. Pull her out. And then his arm comes out of the tree, which there's some really cool effects here. Like there's like mm-hmm. red light between, behind their body in this tree. Mm-hmm. And he's like pulling the witch out by the arm and by the head. It's cool. And it's like, he's like infused with the tree while the witch is like back is infused with the tree. And it's like kind of coming out. Mm-hmm. And they like pull her out. and then. Leah shows up and grabs the frog, this golden frog that hops out of her mouth. She's like, give me your power. And then she just bites the head off the frog and all of a sudden has power.
0: Yeah. Now all of a sudden she's the tree witch.
1: Right. Yeah. I forgot. Like there was other people that tried to leave again because when the girls came back, they finally say, fuck it. The Mm -hmm. preachers lost his mind. He finds out that like, you know, that he killed Leah's parents, mom burned her alive and tells her that how they had to keep lighting the fire Mm -hmm. and how horrifying it was. And Leah finds out and all the, everybody leaves the preacher by himself and he's just like gone into psychosis in that middle of the settlement, Mm -hmm. even sees like Fran, the one that walked out there and like, I don't know. And they put these, the, the young, the like 14 year old and like the eight year old into like coffin sized fucking box, mm-hmm. and pushed it down the stream so that they could get to safety and when the Leah eats the frog, that's when all the people like disappear, right and they find Marion, who's full full human being now he's, he's not alive a, he's, he's not alive. a zombie
0: he's not a zombie he's fully alive
1: and his wife is like feels terrible because she
0: so she starts macking on him
1: yeah she's like i made a mistake you were the you're, you, the you're always the, the right life. choice like, and then what happens oh that's when they you find out that the girls who were floating down in the river had been in that box for seven fucking yeah. days dude <laughs> seven days it's crazy i don't know i don't i thought it was pretty cool though like that yeah That whole, the way it kind of goes about I just thought they did it really cool. For a folk horror movie, Mm -hmm. I think it's definitely a 6.5 or higher. Maybe good for some people, not for others. Eh, It's okay. It's not not exactly a very popular uh, genre, but there are some people that are very impassioned by it and think it's interesting. I'll
0: watch more of it.
1: Yeah, so you guys got to help us in finding out which movies we're going to watch next week. So please, you know, definitely if you have some ideas and you see the Shutter category called Folk Horror, look in there and see which ones you want us to do and let us know and we'll add it to the tally and then you guys can vote on it through the straw poll and uh, make sure you, you know, do it as soon as possible because we're going to pick on Wednesday, this Wednesday. So I hope you enjoyed this. I know this is a little different. It's not everybody's favorite style uh, of horror film, but, you know, I I really want to kind of experience horror as a a whole, not just the ones that I absolutely adore and kind of push my boundaries a little bit to see, you know, Mm -hmm. what stuff I might not like. Because, I mean, I wasn't a fan of vampires and then look at you now. Yeah, I mean, I started watching some of these older films and I'm like, okay, that was pretty good. You know, like, and there is some of the movies that I like, but they're no, normally the non-traditional type, you know. Mm-hmm.
0: Do you want to know what I learned on TikTok about vampires this week? What? The scene in, there's a scene in Lost Boys uh, when they went and they, like, stabbed the vampires and they came out of the, you know, Corey Feldman and the other guy came out. The, bl- the vampire blood on them, it was glittery. No. I'm not shitting you. They showed the scene and that blood was glitter. It was glittery in Lost Boys. The vampire's blood
1: glittered because it's
0: magical it sparkles like
1: i'm like, a disco ball like
0: twilight i'm a that's fucking why.
1: disco ball
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: anyway that's what i learned
1: <laughs> all right well that's there's your little
0: info for the end of the episode so, thank yeah. you very much for listening
1: we're doing two more full core next week like i said you help us pick we'll watch them just pick one of the ones in the beginning there there's plenty to pick from that are from severin and then let us know which ones you think we should watch. Maybe watch a trailer by them and see what you think. Mm-hmm. And then let us know. So, But I'm looking forward to it, guys. So help us out. We appreciate you guys listening every week. And, uh, of course, we will return for more Folk Off uh, next week for part two of Folk Off, I guess. Part two. Part <laughs> two? Is that what you just said? Part two. <laughs> anyway, guys, thank you so much for coming by. And as
0: always, long the point.
1: <laughs> back.